Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Catherine Toon, and this is Perspectives with Catherine Toon, and we are going to be talking about something really delightful today. Yay! Who needs some delight? Absolutely. A little dab will not do, right? We need a big honking dose. So what I felt like the main topic for today was going to be stay in your happy place. Actually, this is something that the Lord had uh, spoken to me about, about staying in my happy place. I was feeling happy. And then I thought, oh, well, I really ought to do da, 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 da. And I could feel my joy starting to drain. And, uh, and the Lord said, no, no, stay in your happy place. So that is, uh, thus saith the Lord. <laughs> I have a word from the Lord for you today. Stay in your happy place. As a matter of fact, that place is a place where you make your greatest contribution. Uh, it's not that bad things don't happen. We just had to put down our little dog. Uh, and it was horrible because it was way before his time. And he had been seizing for 10 hours. I mean, it was horrible. It was a horrible way to go and just so upsetting, right? Not happy. Um, you know, but there's other major things that are happening. I know other people are just have suffered excruciating losses. Um, so, you know, stuff happens. Stuff happens. In this world, you will have tribulation. Okay. That's not a prophetic word. That is a, if it's prophetic, it's foretelling something that is just a part of fallen human existence. And God uh, is no, um, it, he is so intimately aware of suffering, the problem of human suffering. God became human. He became, uh, he became incarnate right? And entered in to the problem of human suffering. Uh, so this is not a uh, Pollyannish gloss over it type of thing. They're very real problems. But you know what? Jesus said, in this world, you ha- will have tribulation, but cheer up. I have overcome the world. So the cheer we have, it's not a church face. If it's a church face, back up. <laughs> right? Back up because sometimes you just hurt. Like I had a whole day of really hurting and I just kind of spent it mostly by myself just because I was hurting and I just needed to spend some time alone with the Lord and and that kind of thing. And that is just, you know, it's part of the human thing. However, we don't need to stay there, right? And, And we also don't need some sort of false guilt, that you're not given permission for to be happy when there is suffering. Now, you know, we do weep with those who weep. So let, let's not be jerks, right? Let's be sensitive. But the truth is we're not going to be able to help anybody if we're so depressed. Like I can't be happy until starvation is taken care of, until the sex trade industry is abolished, until there's no racism, sexism, 
whatever ism we have, um, well, you know what, then you just won't be happy and you won't be able to address because joy, the joy of the Lord really is our strength. And so we can speak and help from a position of that where we're rooted and grounded uh, in the person of love who is joyful. The word of God said he has the anointing of joy above all his fellows. Jesus is one happy camper. <laughs> so is Father God and so is Holy Spirit. They're one together in love. And if righteousness, peace, and joy is what the kingdom of heaven is all about, well, let's partake, baby. <laughs> and we have per- permission and a mandate to stay in a happy place, right? To stay in a happy place. So let's start to unpack some of this. I was just looking up some happy scriptures. <laughs> it's just so good. I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not, but <laughs> yay. I speak happiness to you and joy. Uh, so, you know, the word of God says that the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but Jesus came to give his life more abundant till the full, till it overflows. That's John 10, 10. This is a, his mission statement, right? Now the thief really is religion. Religion will suck the life and the joy out of you. Absolutely. But that life more abundant to the full till it overflows. That means it is a transcendent joy. It's a yes, all this, 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 but nevertheless, we transcend. And you know what? That's what the Lord is inviting us into. We can get so uh, caught in our grief. We can get so caught in what happened that shouldn't have happened, what hasn't happened that should have happened. Uh, and, and you know what? From that place, we become cynical. We come, become angry. We become bitter. We become depressed. And we really don't have anything life-giving to offer because we've disconnected from our source of joy. As you remain in me and me and you, you will bear much fruit apart from me. Uh, you can do nothing. So let's stay in the happy place of abiding in the happy place, right? We get to abide in the happy place of our union with a God who is happy. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh, I did a session with someone. And now this person, I'm telling you, major, major struggle, uh, just so much grief and just, just, and it was, we were just having, we were just going over the same stuff over and over again. And, and it was just really hard to break her out of that. I, I, and the Lord was saying, Catherine, keep on going, keep on going. It's like, okay, you know, I'm happy to help people as long as it's actually helping, (laughs) but if it's not helping, I will fire myself. Right. So, uh, so she, you know, so we were actually in a, in a memory and she was 15 in this memory. And it's just the saddest. I mean, she would, she was a missionary kid and she, and in that culture, because she was was white, she would get beat up and they would throw condoms at her and just horrible stuff. And so she would have to kind of run home every day to try to, and it was just this horrible place. And her parents were so focused on ministry that, you know, um, uh, they weren't there for her. So she was all by herself, heartbroken. And so as this little 15 year old person in her heart, she walks through the door and said, you know, Jesus, if, if it would be good for you to encounter this place in her heart, this 15 year old place in her heart, her broken hearted heart, um, would you, you know, do that? <laughs> and, and so she opens the door in her vision, right? And, um, and she just starts laughing and I'm trying to figure out, oh my God, you know, is she okay? <laughs> and I couldn't figure out if it was a laugh or a cry, but she was just laughing and laughing and laughing. And it was Jesus. And she was this, this forlorn, broken hearted, you know, 
girl that had been abused at multiple levels and neglected and all this kind of stuff. And she walks in the door. Jesus opens the door and he just big old smile and goes, Hey, you know, it was so funny. And it's just what she needed because the whole atmosphere broke. Jesus had, had shown up and he's just a happy guy. And not only is he happy, one of the most shocking things about the Lord is that it's just amazing. He's so relaxed. He's happy and he's relaxed. Now, on one hand, you could look at that and you could say, well, Jesus, you know, don't you care that, you know, the cancer and riots and, you know, evil and pedophilia and sex trade industry and drugs and, you know, all the horrors of fallen humanity. Don't you care? And the answer is, oh, you better believe it. However, in the caring, it comes from a place of transcendent joy because sometimes we're so sucked into the abyss of our existential pain, or maybe it's not so existential. Maybe it's in our face. Okay. And you, and we're so sucked into, we can't see out of it. But at the bottom of that is a happy God who's able to lift us out of whatever that is into this transcendent joy and he's relaxed because he's masterful right because he's masterful and i remember there's so many encounters i've had with the lord it's like i've been in like gone to hell like literally whatever whatever that's representing so i'm not trying to make some theological premise out of this but you know and i'm and i'm like and jesus is there i'm like wow okay and jesus is walking me out of hell and i'm like uh, could we get, just get the hell out of hell, right? You know what I mean? And he's, he is not breaking a sweat. He's, he's not being pushed in his stance. Um, but he is, his face is set like flint because it's going to happen. And he knows the way out of the impossible hellish situations we find ourselves. But he's not in a big old hurry. He is masterful. And that's one of the amazing things in this place of do you care? Uh, of course he cares. He dives into humanity to bring it out, but let's be brought out. So let's uh, talk about some of this stuff. Uh, so good. I was just looking up some happy verses. Okay. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> okay. So if you go to, um, Psalm one, it says, what delight comes to the one who follows God's ways? And I'm going to skip down a little bit. Verse two, his pleasure and passing, uh, passion is remaining true to the word of I am. Um, he will be like a firm, uh, firm, like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss. Don't you love it? Bearing fruit in every season of his life. He is never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. You're rooted and grounded in love. That's your birthright, right? Here's a great one. Psalm 3, 8. Uh, the, <clears throat> and these are from the Passion Translation. It says, my true hero comes to my rescue. Who needs to be rescued? Like, what? what is the crappy crapple a place that your love, loved one are in that needs rescue. My true hero comes to my rescue for the Lord alone is my savior. 
not by might, not by power, not by chariots, right? But it is the Lord that saves, right? What a feast of favor and bliss he gives his people. A feast. So he was supposed to be feasting on his favor, on his bliss, in the midst of him rescuing you from all the hellish crap, right? So amazing. Uh, let's go to Psalm 16, 10 through 11. It says, for you will not abandon me to the realm of death. So this is a prophetic word uh, with Christ and his father, nor will you allow your Holy One to experience corruption. Now this is our, our, our inheritance in Christ and who's not in Christ. Well, we can talk about that another time. But this is a gospel of inclusion. For you bring me a continual revelation of resurrection life, the path to the bliss that brings me face to face with you, right? Face to face with God or, um, or an, another understanding of face in face, the one who is altogether lovely, the one who is blissful, the one who loved you and gave himself up for you, the one who couldn't withhold anything from you, that he that spared not his only son, how shall he freely not with him give us all things? Let's keep going. Let's go to Psalm 21, 6. Your victory heaps blessing after blessing upon him. What joy and bliss he tastes rejoicing before your face. You see, you get to rejoice. You get to do the happy dance, baby. Uh, you were called to not only uh, transcend to a happy place, but stay in a happy place. And when you find yourself um, sort of withering out of your happy place, well, just find your way back. That is okay. There's no condemnation. But by all means, do that. That is your birthright. That's your inheritance. Um, here's a gorgeous take on Psalm 23. This is so good. It says, the Lord is my best friend. He's your best friend and your shepherd. God knows we need some guidance, right? I always have more than enough. And sometimes we need eyes to see our more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. You have a resting place in his luxurious, luxuriate. You get to luxuriate. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. See, when you're resting in him, you are partaking in, of him, right? As you remain in me and me and you will bear much fruit. So we get to partake of his bliss and he is the happiest camper <laughs> in creation, right? That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along his footsteps of righteousness. So it is his paths of pleasure, his paths of peace. We get to transcend. We get to transcend all the crap. We get to hydroplane on crap, right? Crap is there, but we get to transcend it, right? That is that victory that you have in your union in Christ. Yeah. Um, Psalm 145, six through eight, it says your awe-inspiring acts of power have everyone talking. <laughs> Isn't that great? I'm telling people everywhere about your excellent greatness. 
Our hearts bubble over as we celebrate the fame of your marvelous beauty, bringing bliss to our hearts. Do you know why we worship God? It's not because he needs it. You know, God is really not insecure. We do not need to fluff and buff him. We worship him as a response to encountering him. And it is just a response of, wow, I had no idea. Or, wow, I forgot. How beautiful, how lovely, how joyful you are. And you cause me to triumph. You cause me to transcend so that these light and momentary problems are working for me. Ding, da, ding, ding. Only God can do that. He's caused the problems to work for you. A far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory as we're looking not at the things which are temporal, right? Which are the current natural realm, temporal, but the things that are eternal, right? We're looking at Eternal things that you already are partaking of. Eternity, eternal life is knowing God and his son. That's what that is. And Holy Spirit allows us in fellowship and communion that we experience that. And he causes us to transcend into his happy place. That's our place. That's your place is the happy place. Let's see. We have, we shout with ecstatic joy over your breakthrough for us. You're kind and tender hearted to those who don't deserve it and very patient with people who fail you. Aren't we happy about that? <laughs> right? Your love is like a flooding river overflowing its banks with kindness. Right? Is that beautiful? So healing. Uh, Isaiah 51 3. Indeed, Yahweh, you will comfort Zion, restore her and comfort all her broken places. A lot of you just need comfort and you can experience it. It is real. It is tangible. You can spread it on toast. He will transform her wilderness into a garden of bliss. This is what only what God can do. This is a testimony of my life. And I know how, how many of your beautiful testimonies. It's a trans, it's a testimony of, he will transform her wilderness into the garden of bliss, her desert into the garden of Yahweh. Joy and laughter will fill the air and thanksgiving with joyous melodies. Isn't that gorgeous? Here, here's another one. Isaiah 61, 3, and then I'm going to skip down to verse 7. It says, uh, this is when it talks about the spirit of the Lord is upon me, right? Yeah, a bruised reed he will not break. It's so amazing, Norris, absolutely. Uh, it says, to strengthen those crushed by despair. So this is not like, okay, I'm having a bad hair day. Those to crushed by despair who mourn in Zion to give them a beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes, the oil of bliss instead of tears and a mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Because of this, they will be known as mighty oaks. He restores. He takes the very thing that crushed you, the very thing that was your, uh, your place of worst uh, defeat, right? And darkness and transforms you into a mighty oak bearing fruit. Because of this, they will be more known as mighty oaks of righteousness planted by Yahweh, a living display of his glory. Skipping down to verse seven, be, 
because of this, you have received a, uh, because you have received a double dose of shame and dishonor, you will inherit a double portion of endless joy and everlasting bliss. God is never to be outdone by the crap that you've had to experience, right? Um, I wanted to get you a, a New Testament one as well. This is great. Second Corinthians 5.13. It says, for we are out of our minds. So this is Paul. Now, Paul may have suffered a thing or two, right? I mean, you know, every time he'd go to a new place, he'd check out the jail. So, okay, I'm just checking out my living quarters. And I'm just, I, you know, I've got Velcro on my robe because you're, I'm going to be flogged uh, to death and, you know, stoned. And, you know, it was just really uh nothing that we experience in our, you know, I know we have things, but we, we don't have those things, right? But this is his place. This is what caused him to endure. Uh, if we are out of our minds in blissful, divine ecstasy, it is for God. But if we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. You know, the truth is we have such a hidden wellspring of joy that people look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> and... It, that is the right bind to be in. And then we get in our sane minds to try to add some context so that people understand what it is that you are connecting with. Like, are you on crack? No, no, I'm not crack. I got Holy Ghost happy. <laughs> right? And so that is your place and you get to connect with that. And the, the whole atmosphere gets to be elevated. So as you stay in your happy place, you don't need to be dragged down because there was human suffering. We need to be sensitive. We do need to weep with those who weep, but we don't need to get so much stuck in the despair of all this stuff that we forget the rock from which we're hewn. We forget where that tree planted by streams of water bearing fruit in a season whose leaf does not wither. Whatever we shall do shall prosper. We are rooted and grounded in love and that love never fails. That love is totally joyful. He is your happy place. And you have a mandate to stay there. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. Uh, I will be uh, posting links for the Perspectives with Catherine Tune podcast, uh, which is just coming live. So for those of you uh, that are listening on this on, on other uh, different uh, social media channels, um, if you want to click on over and hit like and subscribe and all that, that'll just help get that out. And if you're listening on this from the Perspectives with Catherine Tune, please like and subscribe um, and write a review if that if you are so moved. But we we get to link arms. We get to be happy. You have found your happy place. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit CatherineToon.com.